Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online, find your tribe and grow a business doing the work you love on your terms. As a blogger, presenter and marketing mentor, I understand the ups and downs that come with putting ourselves out there and running our own show. This podcast is here to take you behind the scenes and share the strategies to help you succeed. So let's get into the show. Email marketing is dead. I don't want to come across as spammy. No one reads their emails anymore. Oh my goodness, the negativity around email marketing can be pretty big. And maybe it's because email marketing just doesn't seem as fun or as easy or as quick as posting on our social media or because we don't get that instant sense of feedback from our audience either, or because there's that sense of extra technology involved, which is why we see so many small business owners nowhere near using email marketing as much as they could be to grow their business. At this point, you might be like, oh, what's Emily doing talking about email marketing? I thought she was all about Instagram. And the thing is, I don't care about Instagram so much, which probably sounds a bit weird, but what I care about is what gets us results. And Instagram is such a powerful way for us to get results right now, which is why I'm like, everyone get on Instagram, but do it with this strategy. And email goes hand in hand with using Instagram. So I thought, look, let me come prepared. I have a few different stats to share in case you're like, nah, email, not for me. So when it comes to purchases made as a result of receiving a marketing message, Email has the highest conversion rate at 66% when compared to social media, direct mail, and more. And 90% of email gets delivered to their inbox, whereas if we're lucky, 2% of our Facebook followers are going to see our posts in their newsfeed. So that's 90%. Versus 2% actually see our message, like pretty powerful. And the average order value that comes from an email is at least three times higher than that of a social media post, which is pretty compelling. Let's just take a look at this. The email is in our audience's inbox until they make the decision what they want to do with it. Like they can't not see that email come in with our name on it and hopefully a catchy email subject line to make them want to open it. But they then choose whether to open and read it to let it sit there until they end up reading it or to delete it and remove it. But it's so powerful versus when we share a post on our social media that only a small percentage, a very small percentage of our audience will see it versus email, which gets into their inbox. So with social media, and like I said, I am still like, let's get on Instagram while it's still working. But as the engagement goes down, as the number of people grow that are using social media, the importance of having an email list that's filled with the contact details of our audience has really never been more important. And what we can do with email is actually control the message sometimes more than we can on social media. So with email, we can make sure that the right message gets to the right people at the right time. 
through automation and action-based triggers. So let's not even worry about that more advanced techniques right now. Let's get the basics down. So if you don't currently have a way to capture the email addresses of people that are visiting your website and checking you out on social media, then you need to get this done. You can get started on something like MailChimp. It's a pretty good one, pretty popular one for those just getting started or just choose a preferred email provider. And make sure that on your homepage, you have a sign up for someone to put in their email address there. And also make sure that if you're using Linktree in your Instagram bio, which you might've heard me talk about before, then make sure that one of your links is for people to join your email list. Okay, so now you're in action. You've got those two things going on. Let's go a little bit deeper now. What to do next? Now, I don't want you to think about emails that you are sending as newsletters. And it's so funny. I receive this, I think it must be like every quarter, maybe this email from my financial accountant. It's literally like a PDF attachment that they send to all their contacts with their company updates. And I'm like, guys, this is not like where we're at right now when it comes to email. So you want to make sure that you're serving your audience with content that will help them connect with you or take value from the content and also providing a call to action for them to work with you. Okay, so let's take a look at within those emails themselves. I encourage you not to have multiple call to actions Often it's more powerful just to pick and choose, maybe have one or two, maybe three, but you don't want to be having loads and loads of different links off to different things. Just try and curate it a little bit more. And these might be offers to book a free call with you, to follow you on Instagram, to go to one of your products online or to um, find out more about one of your services, to buy a ticket for one of your events. And what you can also do, which is pretty powerful, is in your emails, even say reply to this email and let me know what you think think. And then you're creating that direct discussion with someone who is on your email list, which can be super powerful. Now, I want you to think of your email subscribers like your VIPs. So give them that first chance with your different promotions or offers. Make sure that they're the first ones to hear about the announcements in your business too. You want to think about what's the reason for someone to actually subscribe to hear from you. So like I said, treat them like your VIPs, give them little first announcements, first chances to get different things, or maybe even some exclusive content would be pretty cool there too. What's going to make someone actually open up the email? Well, first things first, you've heard me say, don't treat it like an email newsletter. So we're not going to call it like company name, April newsletter. Actually, this is a great idea. So think about what emails you have to open yourself. Create a folder in your own like email inbox there. Create a folder and you can call it like great subject lines and then start saving some of those emails in there because then you'll start recognizing the type of language that's great to actually put into subject lines for your own newsletters. And I do that too. I've got a few different folders there with different ideas that I'm like, oh, that was a great way that they did that. Also as well, some email providers, I know that mine does at the minute, it actually will tell you, oh, just be careful that could come across a bit spammy or go into a spam folder. So it'll say like, don't include too many exclamation marks or questions or that type of thing, but keep it nice and short and punchy and write something that you would actually open up yourself. 
Now inside the email, make sure that you break up the text into short paragraphs for easy reading. So using headings and dot points and that type of thing. And really, it's very, very similar to what I say about your social media posts. You want to grab people's attention at the start and in email, this is the subject line. You then want to really be succinct with what you're writing about. Make sure that it's giving value to your audience and breaking it up so it's nice and easy to read. And then at the end, you want to make sure that you have a call to action. So what is the next step for someone to take from your social media post? And what is the next step for someone to take from your reading your email? So like I said, that might be to book a ticket to your event or to book a free call with you to go and buy one of the products from your website, whatever it might be. Make sure that you're asking for that sale. Okay, so what are we going to really be emailing about and how often is also the question. So for me, I email weekly at least. For you, you might get started monthly. And then you might go fortnightly. I do believe it depends on different types of businesses. For a lot of the people that I work with, I'm saying, you know, weekly is going to be really, really good for you. It depends on your business though. And sometimes fortnightly or monthly is kind of good. Okay. So don't stress too much about that. Now, when it comes to what to email about, I want you to think about what the core content is. And you might like to go back and listen to the four types of content every business should be sharing, which is episode number 16, the four types of content every business needs. So that's a good one to um, get a few ideas for yourself. But when we talk about core content, it really then helps sending emails so much more easy because we have that one key piece of content per week that we are actually sharing across our different platforms. So for me, this podcast is a weekly core content. It's really my main piece of content. I got the episode recorded, it goes out on my podcast channel. But then the topic goes into my email to my list. So that creates the content for my weekly email. Then, as I'm sure you see, I also turn that into a Facebook post. I create some Instagram stories talking about the different episodes. And often I might do a little post about that too. So we're not actually having to create hundreds of different types of content. It's getting smart and actually using that one piece that's really great. So one high quality piece of content that is really good value for your audience, which is why they want to be subscribing to you and following you and distributing that in a way that is relevant and best for those different platforms. So you might be wondering, well, how do I actually get people to join my email list? Well, We want to be using call to actions in our social media posts. So at the end of your posts, be thinking, right, this is a great opportunity to say, hey, have you joined my email list yet? Go ahead and do that. But I do encourage you to take this one to the next level rather than saying, have you joined my email list? Because to be honest, it's probably not the most enticing thing is to create a freebie, which we call a lead magnet to send someone when they join your list. So for instance, if you are, let's say a photographer, and this is some of the ladies that I get to work with, we've looked at what their lead magnet can be. And so it might be five great family photos that you have to have, which would be perfect if you're a family photographer. 
Or let's say if you're in the health space, you could put together a couple of recipes and these might be blog posts you've already created, but just packaging them up into a great freebie for your audience is perfect. So then your call to actions turn into, hey, have you got our free recipe guide yet? Make sure you click that link in my bio and go and get it. All right, last part here is what to do then when someone joins. And this is what I talk about, the right message to the right people at the right time. So on social media, which I'm, you know, the biggest advocate for, but with social media, we don't really get to segment our audience. So basically when we share a post that goes to all our followers and when we speak on stories or share Instagram stories, that again goes to all our followers. With email, what we can do is when someone first joins our list, that's really a great time. They basically said, yeah, I want to hear from you. So that's a great time to introduce them to your brand, to maybe share some great case studies or testimonials, talk about how they can work with you. And so that's when we can, again, get a little bit more sophisticated and set up what's called a welcome sequence. So basically, if 10 people joined your email list, one a day for the next 10 days, all of them are going to receive a welcome sequence from you or a welcome series. And it might be a few emails over a few days. Let's say if Candice joins on Monday, she'll start her email welcome series on the Monday and it might go for a few days from there. Let's say if Tori joins on the Tuesday, she's going to start her email welcome sequence on the Tuesday. So you can see there how it's pretty powerful and it's totally hands-off for you. It takes work to get this set up, but once it's set up, you then know that your audience are getting taken care of. They're being sent those great messages, that great content given great value. And the flip side is that I see so many people that they might have like an email sign up form on their website, but they might not email their email subscribers for like, I don't know, several months. And by the time you do that, you're probably going to get a lot of people unsubscribing because they're like, hmm, I don't think I ever signed up for this in the first place, unsubscribe. So it's super important to start taking this seriously because email is so, so powerful in terms of continuing that conversation with your audience from social media and actually making more sales too. So let's do a little bit of a recap. So the email that you send will stay in your audience's inbox until they choose what they want to do with it, which is not like social media where we can put the post out, but a lot of people might see it pop up and, and then kind of keep scrolling or miss it. A lot of people just won't see it, whereas that email is going to sit in their inbox until they decide what action they want to take, which is so, so powerful. Okay, so we're remembering that we're not sending emails that are just updates about our business. That's a bit of a snooze fest and not really giving value to our audience. We want to think about what will help them connect with us and also take value and want to stay subscribed to hearing from us. In terms of frequency, I'm up to weekly now and I recommend a lot of businesses that I work with should be at that stage but we all get started where we can get started so your aim might be towards monthly newsletters just to start with monthly emails or fortnightly we're emailing about our core content so if you don't already have an idea of what your weekly core content is that would be something to work on and then that's simply what you curate and put inside your email for your audience there too within the emails we just want to make 
make sure that we're not asking our audience to do too many different things. We don't want to overwhelm them. So let's just think about a couple or just one call to action that we want them to take. And do not be afraid to ask for the sale in your email too. Treat your subscribers like VIPs and give them the first chance to make the most of your offers or to hear about your announcements. Make sure that you have a real catchy subject line. And like we said, Think about what you would actually read yourself and start creating a folder in your email, actually with some emails you receive that you're like, "Hmm, God, I have to open that to see what they say. So start creating that folder for yourself so you can take a look through there and see which one's got you to open them up to. Make sure that you break up the text into short paragraphs for easy reading and use headings and dot points too. That can be super, super helpful. And then in terms of growing your email list, it's really the long game here. So we're looking at in our social media posts at the end of them saying, hey, have you got my awesome freebie? And you're creating that lead magnet, which you then can send people once they join your list. So they're like, I have to get that. And they'll pop their email in. You've got it all automated to send up to them. And then you have your awesome welcome sequence set up. So when someone does subscribe to hear from you, They don't then just like hear from you three months down the track and forget who you are, but they have an incredible welcome experience to your brand. They learn a little bit about you. They get to see the way that you work and the transformation that you can create through what you sell. And then you might even give them a special opportunity to work with you too. So I just wanted to kind of remind you, because I'm sure for many people, this might not be new, but to really remind you to go all in on your email and your email list and your email marketing. And for those that haven't done that yet to really prioritize it because it's so, so powerful for us as business owners. Now, it is a pretty exciting week going on here. Uh, It is Tuesday when this podcast episode goes out. Friday, enrollment closes to the Modern Marketing Collective, which is my program. You've heard a few stories probably about the successes that some of the ladies I've had the pleasure of working with have had. And um, I'm so excited to give you the opportunity to join as well. If you're ready to roll up the sleeves a little bit, get a little bit uh, dirty down with um, some of the strategy for growing your business and using Instagram really strategically to do these things like growing our email list as well. So inside, it's basically enjoy it Netflix style. You get to check out the trainings in your own time. There's the entire suite of my Instagram sales system there that's going to step you through five different deep dive modules to actually create your strategy and start rolling it out to get you to your biggest month in business. Then there's plenty else to keep you busy. We have some masterclass trainings from some of the best experts in their field that you can check out and really use to supplement your Instagram marketing. Then we have the growth lab where you can learn the additional trainings like working with influencers, running competitions, getting your Facebook page cranking and all sorts of things. And then of course we have our amazing community, which is our private Facebook group. I know that it's a place that a lot of people feel pretty included in as well, which is really, really important to me. You get to pop questions in there, get my feedback as you work through the trainings and also have access to our challenges that we run to keep you really implementing and working on those things in your business, as well as content 
challenges and special extra bonuses from me too. So if that sounds of interest and you know that you don't really have a strategy in place, you're ready to put in the work and it appeals the fact that what I don't teach is having a perfect looking Instagram grid, posting lots and lots of content or having thousands of followers, then I think we're going to work pretty, really well together. So go to emilyosmond.com forward slash collective or click the link that will be with this episode. And I would so love the opportunity to work with you before doors close this Friday. So I shall see you inside and otherwise I will speak with you soon. Thank you for listening to The Emily Osmond Show, brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media, and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.